And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian who's tried everything pumpkin spice this season. Top of her list, pumpkin spice Cheerios. Bottom of her list, pumpkin spice gefilte fish. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He's a man who's here to help us answer the question, what does Al know? So far, the list includes computers, turtles, and impersonating a doorbell. It's Alan Moss. And he's a writer, gallery owner, and former rapper who knew Kanye West before he was famous. Or, as Kanye West would say, before anyone knew he was famous, it's Jensen Carp. Chef Jeff is here to taste your salty prunes. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little watermelon Jolly Ranchers. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guest and welcome to Jensen Carp. Oh, hello. Welcome. Hello. I feel I feel already welcomed. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, part of the gang. That is uh, <laughs> that is what we go for. I'm yeah. glad it's working. We had to jump initiate you into it, though. I'm sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> it has a real Central Park vibe. Like I feel like you all just Ooh. like a new person comes and Gunther's allowed. He's just in. I wish the listeners could see how much we all lit up over the Central Park vibe. Meanwhile, there are so many top-rated, fellow top-rated podcasts (laughs) that would probably not want to be compared to Central Park, but not this one. Oh, well. I feel like if you you told Joe Rogan he's like Central Park, how do you think he'd feel? He'd be like, I'm on roids. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know if he'd hear me. All right, I'll change it up. It's like a jacuzzi. We're all sort of like jacuzzi arms. It's like in a circle sort of hanging. Yeah. Yeah. We should do a jacuzzi cast. That would be good. (laughs) Would be good. Um, That being said, I was on Joe Rogan's show and I had a wonderful time and I did not see, I did not see any evidence of roids. No, you didn't? I mean, yes, he's gigantic. I I know nothing about weightlifting. I I look like an accountant. I'm just saying uh, he is very muscular. That was the joke. I don't know if he's on roids, whatever. He he could be. Who knows? I went to my first UFC fight. Oh, let's get to that that in a moment. I want to hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. There's not even any blood on you. Oh, no, I, I wash it off. Okay. Hello, Jenna Kim Jones. Hi. Hi, Alan Moss. Hello. Hi, Daniel. Hi. I'm finally talking. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. Hi, Allison. Wow. Look, look at the way you're looking at Daniel. He's so damn rad. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. I wish. That was a line from my 16-year-old diary. Daniel, you are damn rad. Oh, thank you. <laughs> He's so damn rad. <laughs> Tonight, we have uh, a journal entry from Jenna from what age? Uh, 20. I'm astounded by the collection of journals that you've trotted in and out. I only have a few. I know. This This is a new sleek gray number. Yeah. This one was, there's a lot of, a lot of feelings in this one. Okay. (laughs) I can't wait to get to it. Does the design of the journal reflect your state of mind? Yeah. Yeah, Clearly I was trying to be like chic and on top of things with this one, like, hello, it has a little lock so it can't fly open, you, you know? Were you in New York at the time? I was. This is when I was interning at The Late Show with David Letterman. Oh, so those, very, that could be real juicy. Very exciting <laughs> stuff. I've heard, I've heard about interning there. <laughs> you were uh, carrying his grapes? <clears throat> yep. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're okay. All right. 
We got some announcements. I'm going to tell a story, then announcements, then we get to other stuff, and then we've got a journal. We've potentially got a snack chat. We've there's a there's a lot of stuff to get to in this show. First, quick note: um, Greg, some of Greg's dad's friends invited him to a baseball game with them. That is where he is. Um, and you guys, you know how I'm known known for asking a ton of questions at restaurants. In fact, someone suggested as a fun segment, which I nixed because it didn't seem that fun, to give me a sample menu and just find out what kind of questions I would ask. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm curious. I don't know. Actually. I mean, probably... But th- well, then again, though, it depends. <laughs> That's my decision process. Right. <laughs> and also me being articulate. Sure. Um, so anyway, we went to dinner for my parents' anniversary. And... I did ask a bunch of questions about the seafood, but then I asked, I decided I didn't want it after asking my questions. Mm-hmm. The manager did have to come over to answer the questions. <laughs> about just what? seafood in general or the seafood? I, I want to know where it was from, you know? That's and, a lot. It's in general. Uh, everything <laughs> from the sea, we need an exact GPS location <laughs> from where and where the fish traveled. Right. Like, did it ever pass through particular parts of the ocean? Right. Yeah. So anyway, then though, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get the chicken. And yeah, there's a few different kinds of chicken listed here. But this one, pollo, pepperoncino, something, something looks pretty good i don't need to specifically ask what the sauce is i'm just gonna go for it and my sister who studied in italy said that pepperoncino meant big pepper so i and we had this is the conversation that happened like three times means big pepper it means big pepper oh like bell pepper big pepper (laughs) but like a bell pepper big pepper that was it that's as far as i got from her so i just went ahead and i ordered it was super spicy that's what i would have guessed yeah. Does big pepper mean spicy pepper to you? Yes. That's yeah. what I would have assumed. Like, Same. oh, this is going to be... This is yeah. all my sister, then. Muy caliente. She should have closed the loop and said, by big pepper, I mean spicy big pepper. Yeah, I would have thought it was pepper like pepperoncini, which is a spicy pepper. Right. Not big pepper. But no... But it was pepperoncino. pepperoncino. But there was no... Uh, I mean, I'm into menus. There was no pepper system <laughs> no. next to the menu. Like there was the nothing. See now, I now I'm gonna give a little bit of fault to the restaurant because if you you have that big of a discrepancy between your spiciness of your foods, make the pepper system. We all know it. You know what I mean? Right. Three, yeah. Four peppers highest, or five peppers if you're a crazy restaurant. Uh, that's you have to do that. Or just one pepper. The pepper yeah. system Any also. Pepper. One yeah. pepper just to reference that it's spicy. Right. Yeah. And pepperoncinis in- like that you get at Subway or whatever, those like yellow banana pepper type yes. things are not spicy at all. No. So they're don't mild. expect they're like me pickled. to know. Yeah. yeah, they're like pickled peppers. Mm-hmm. Right. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> so you, bur- you burned the place got- down. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and no pun intended. I, I felt she I, got bur- I got burned. <laughs> <laughs> I got burned both physically and spiritually because I did not ask mm-hmm. my final question, which is what's going on with this dish? Anyway, yeah. so I've you, learned my lesson. Now you're always going to ask the question. Your, one of your questions is what's going on with this dish? Well, it would she be, was pointing at me, though, when she to said To start the conversation. Like, tell me how it's off. going. How's it? Yeah. Like, I, it it's. More like this. I mention the dish and then I say, is it? And then I kind of trail off and then they realize where I'm going with it and then they start describing it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Sometimes I don't, ask, I don't even get the whole question out. I just say yeah. the pollo pepperoncino and I kind of point to it. Is it? What's it? And before I've even finished, they're explaining it. Like, oh, it's this chicken on a bed of rice. Blah. Yeah. Okay. All right. It means okay. big pepper. <laughs> That's all he says. Walks away. Right. He probably didn't know. No. <laughs> well, it was a she. Oh, she. Right. Oh, but wait, I didn't ask her. I thought you were talking about. 
I feel like the manager would have known. Yeah. No, they would have known. They would have known to say if the sauce is really spicy. Hmm. Or, oh, you know why? Because then I looked up pepperoncino and it's chili pepper. That is oh. what it means. Yeah, yeah. and it, it wasn't like it was like uh, a saucy sauce either. It was a very thin, almost Tabasco sauce. Yes. It was weird. It's it was not like chicken and would... Tabasco sauce. It was, it was like, absolutely not what I wanted. It was like <laughs> the grease from pepperoni on a pepperoni pizza. But really spicy. But garbage, really spicy. garbage. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> I did not I did not enjoy it. Anyway, I would like to thank a couple people. Hope Halper, who sent in sixlets, which are sitting on the table, mm. and Emily from Corpus Christi, Texas, who sent in all sorts of treats that are popular in Corpus Christi, Texas. Thank you so much. And also Shira, who sent um, an insomnia journal. All sorts of people sending all sorts of cool stuff to our UPS box. So thank you guys so much. Um... Also, I want to tell you that uh, we're going to be performing live at the LA Podcast Festival this weekend, September 24th at noon. Um, get your ticket at LAPodfest.com. If you can't make it in person, then you can get a ticket to the live stream, LAPodfest.com. Use a promo code ROSEN and you get a discount. Also, I am on Patreon now. Are you on Patreon, Jensen? Do no, you know but it? I am on the Podfest. Oh, you are? Yeah, I'm on the Sunday, the 25th at 4 p.m. Oh, cool. And we have Rob Hubel, so come hang out with Ooh, us with Rob Hubel. Yeah, it's fun. I love him. Yeah. How dare you No, but that's a different day. It's a different day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you have Rob Hubel. Oh, whatever. Well, I, I just have these guys. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, listen, you're a I'm great jacuzzi, you guys. This oh, is a great thank jacuzzi. you. Yeah. Great that's jacuzzi. awesome. Rob Hubel. Hubel will be great. Yeah, he's be really funny. Fun. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, he's yeah, so, so damn rad. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go. Rewards, bonuses. Jenna and I just recorded. Yeah, we did. Jenna's the special guest on the bonus episode this month. You guys are going to want to listen to it. You're so going to need to. sign up. Yeah, it's long. Juicy gal chat. It's long and we didn't even get through all the questions. Nope. There's going to need to be a part. There was a lot of juicy gal chat. There was... There was boob chat. There was. Yeah. Yeah. Except yeah. turds. That's what I do. Okay. <laughs> if you're going to buy something on Amazon, click the banner on my website, AllisonRosen.com. Doesn't cost you anything extra, extra. Thank you for your Amazon support. And also we have Allison Rosen's your new best friend logo pins available in the store on my website, AllisonRosen.com. I'll have to show them to Jensen because he's the pin yes. guy. Oh, yeah. My scene. Mm-hmm. My scene. It is your scene. Yeah, uh, you did email me about because you can get it directly from China, and I just went, "Oh, that's very difficult." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I'm in the middle of one of those kind of uh, oh. like uh, telecommunication right now. We have a lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nightmare. It is a yeah. nightmare. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Don't want that. Yes. Don't it's want that. True. But you like how it came out. Yeah, but it's such a crapshoot. Like a crap shoot. you get one that's good, and then I'm like, okay, I found. A uh, supplier that does a really good job, and then you ask for another one, and it's like, what totally the fuck different. happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no well, suddenly, they co- all the colors are different. All the everything is yeah. yeah. A square wacky. is a rhombus. <laughs> yeah, we've released w- one or two a week since Black Friday of last year. Whoa. So you could imagine wow. how much I've been dealing with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're company. super cool for people who don't know. Yeah, Patty it's LaPelle. called Patty Lapel. Yeah, it's a company with a great name uh, and also a real headache for me. Uh, but it's super fun, and, and it's been a cool enamel experience yeah yeah so how was the ufc fight okay well all right my friend fought for the first time ever it was his, oh, wow he did he uh he was a professional wrestler i wrote with him at wwe he was one of the wrestlers and we kept in touch and we've been friendly and we've been working on something together so i figured 
I'd support him and go. <laughs> and he was the uh, one of the big draws of the night. He had like his own shirt. Like it was a big deal. Uh, and he was just plummeted. He was oh, just no. destroyed oh, no. uh, within two minutes. Did he and, think it was fake? Oh, no. And then, <laughs> yeah, he, he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no. Uh, this, this wasn't in the script. Yeah. Hold on. Like, do you win. not know what this is? Uh, <laughs> he was very nice, and he's a very good friend of mine, and, mm. and he, I, I'm proud of him for, for doing something that no one I know would do. Mm, I was yeah. also prouder when the uh, salaries came out the next day. I was happy for him. <laughs> How uh, much do they make? Well, it's, it's public. He made half a million dollars. Well, Wow. And that was his Jeez. first fight ever. The guy he fought made fifteen thousand, and then by winning got fifteen more. So he got thirty grand. What? Wait, why did the the other well, guy make friend, so little? Well, my well, he well, no although, one knows who he is. That's all. Okay, my friend supposedly uh, the next day it was said he sold four hundred thousand pay per views himself. Oh, okay. oh. so like he's worth a lot to the company. Oh, yeah, uh, but he'll never. I mean, I, maybe down the road, and if, I I believe in him, but he's not like going to fight again soon. Wow. Yeah, he was too. Who's your friend? CM Punk. Oh, he yeah. was a wrestler mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah. You know who this is, Daniel? I do. Yeah. I have a um friend from film school who wrote for the WWE yeah. too. So it's a weird world. Um yeah, and a lot of these guys come out of like the Gold's Gym in Venice and stuff, <laughs> and there's like a whole scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. So was it um disgusting and violent and hard to watch? Yes. All but, of those. But things. exciting? Ugh. Nope. I mean, I had a, there was one fight, a heavyweight fight at the end that was kind of cool to watch, but it's still it's men. Pl- it's just destroying each it's other. Terrifying. It's, yeah, yeah, I, I feel agree. like it, it. Like we're getting closer to like Roman times. <laughs> yeah, where yes. it's like you're not dead, but you're pretty close to it. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I did guy. come away Soon. with I, there is something a little cinematic and and dance ish about the chokeholds. Because no one really dies in them. And, you know what I mean? Like, no one passes oh. out from them. They know to tap out, right? Or are they, like, right. raising their hand right. Hulk like, Hogan style? Well, like, sort of, yeah. yeah. And then they, or they tap out real fast or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. But but there is something a little Greco and cool about that. About But then punching in the face and kicking each other, I don't... There's nothing I right. even want to watch there. Yeah. So, yeah, the chokeholds, I'm like, oh, he's close to getting it. Like, that felt cool. But then everything else felt really, like, a uh, Cro-Magnum. I feel like every time I watch, it always ends up ground and pound. It's just someone, like... Yeah. That has someone on there just there was one, there was one of those and he was blacked out I mean Ugh. yeah it was not it's... okay if someone offered you guys five hundred million to beat you Wait, up five hundred million or five hundred thousand five hundred thousand is what your friend right. made five hundred million, million I'm in <laughs> five hundred million you are scared to hear what I'll do for that <laughs> trust me this jacuzzi will get weird <laughs> okay <laughs> so you'll let someone you would let someone beat the shit out of you for five hundred million yes yes yes. Yeah. yes. Well, I love that that's just a for sure. Okay. $500 million is so much money. Well, what if you don't have... Half a billion dollars. Yeah. I know, yeah. you're right. You're right. Well, and speaking of, I so I had Sophia Amoruso. Do you know who that is, Jensen? I just heard... Uh... I just, I just, how did I know this? I just had her on my podcast. No, I know, but something, there's a... No, she like, would, no, but, not that. Not, no, but something I paid attention <laughs> to. Like, literally today on the phone. What is the... Nasty gal. Yes. So she's girl boss. The TV. Yes. yes. Talking to someone who wrote on the show. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. So <laughs> she's amazing. She's a self-made yeah. bazillionaire. Yeah. Um, Started she, on eBay. Yeah. She had an Crazy. eBay vintage clothing store on eBay, and then wow. that turned into, or she called that nasty gal, and then it became nasty gal, which is a really popular e-commerce site. Yeah. Don't give me shit about Hubel. You had girl boss on. It's a big <laughs> get. Uh, and then she also has girl boss radio, and she but wrote a bestseller called Girl Boss and she has a new book coming out and then there's Girl Boss, the TV show Kay on Cannon. Netflix. Yeah, with Kay Cannon yeah, show running. Which is coming out soon. Um and Forbes put her on the cover and like they estimated her worth at two hundred and forty three million. Oh my God. Um so she was on the show. I don't have a ton of entrepreneurs on the show and I also don't know a ton of people that are worth all that money. But she is she's very 
fashionable and she's a really cool girl, but in this very casual way where you like spend enough time around her and you're like, maybe I could just come up with an idea. What was that? that Right. When she was making the fart noises with her armpit. Oh, she made fart noises with her (laughs) armpit. Yeah. She'd be fun in the jacuzzi. Yeah. I mean, I'll leave if you need me to. (laughs) (laughs) So there was, okay. So there's that. And then I went and visited my friend who lives in the same neighborhood that Kim and Kanye are rumored to live in. Where I'm from. Calabasas? No, I think oh. they live in another neighborhood in LA. Got it. Um, but it's a gated community and uh and the home that I saw was like one of the cheaper homes there. However, I wa- it was just so different than the way I live. This is Bel Air. Yeah, I was trying not to say the name. I don't know why. I'm sure that's Googleable where Kim yeah. and Kanye live. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I mean, we live in a very spacious apartment and I, I feel most of the time, I feel so fortunate that we have all this space and it's a nice apartment. But it, it's it's old. Mm-hmm. Versus this is like you walk in, and it's just like a it's a model home, and there's a humongous kitchen, and there's a, it's just everything is top of the line, and everything is huge. And then there's a backyard, and it really just got me thinking. I am someone who firmly believes that money does not buy happiness, and yet I felt this huge materialistic lust inside me to have all the nice things that adults can have but which i don't have where are you guys with all of that and then i want to find out if you'd let someone beat the crap out of you for 500 million or a thousand wow i i have that problem here in california big time because living expenses are so high i find that before when i was in new york i didn't care i felt like everybody even though there were really rich people and people who didn't have very much you still all rode the subway together and you still all walked down the street together mm-hmm. and it didn't matter because you all lived in an apartment, whether it was e- enormous and gorgeous or kind of just a studio, whatever. But here, when I moved here, I noticed suddenly I was noticing homes and cars yeah. and feeling like, oh my gosh, you know, we pay a lot in rent. I can't even imagine how much a home in Beverly Hills must cost, you know? So then I really, it kind of started to creep in on me and I realized that I was paying so much more attention here than I ever had in my whole life. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Back in Tucson, there isn't a lot to do with a lot of money. You know, you you are from Tucson. Yeah. I spent a year there uh, for University of Arizona. You did. So I can speak this language. Okay. So, as you know, there's not a lot. I can talk about bison witches. I can talk about a few things that make you very excited. But that's it. Okay. (laughs) This is very exciting. Saladitos? Very Um, regional. Yeah, for sure. We had those on the show the other day. They nearly killed two members of the show. (laughs) Well, so I grew up there and, you know, besides like joining a country club or living in the foothills, there's not a lot that a lot of money is going to get for you. They live in Scottsdale. Yeah, you move yeah, to Scottsdale exactly. or whatever. So yeah. so you don't have that. But here in LA or in New York, you're confronted with what you can't access all the time. Yeah. That I think that might create it too cuz you're just like, oh shit, I can't even afford anything in that store or look at the homes that these people live in and it's just yeah. Well, and there's out here there's also a trickle down of because there's so many rich people that there are people that aren't really rich that are trying to look rich. So you might have a brand new car, except it's just leased. It's not your car and you're paying yeah. a ton of money for it. Mm-hmm. So there's a weird push up from the right. bottom out here. That Everyone you don't has have. new cars. Yeah. On the East Coast, you know, people don't really care yeah. as much. But here it's like everybody's trying to look Every, rich. Right. You, Every, people are comfortable with ostentation. Right. Ostentatiousness. Right. Whatever the, the noun is. Yeah. In Philly, there are people that's like, oh, what do you do? I'm a plumber. I own a plumbing business. My family's had it for 40 years. And it's just like, yeah, that's that's what I do. And that's it. But out here, everybody's 
wanting to drive a nice car and push a script into your face. I think the part that got me was I firmly believe money doesn't buy happiness and money in and of itself should not be a goal. However, when confronted with this huge backyard that had amazing views, I was like, but I would be happier here. I think would I would be though? happier. I don't, I, in that moment, I would have been. I'll tell you something. Probably not. This is going to sound braggy, but I swear it's not. I grew up in uh, a town, Woodland Hills, which is next to Calabasas. Yes. So we would stare at rich homes, and my father was a car salesman. I did not was not raised with money. I just sold my first TV show, which is a very big deal for me. And my Congrats. entire life, just I've, now, uh, last like, week, congratulations, Thanks. amazing, Thanks. Uh, which is amazing. Now I've waited my whole life for this. I feel nothing different. Really, not a thing. Do you <laughs> yeah. think you will further down the line? No. I don't think. Do you the think money... you're just done feeling happiness? It's not that. I'm very happy. It's that I don't. It, the like. The money achievement, because I, I watched people in my hometown with with TV shows all the time. You know, like there were people, I grew up in a weird area that is still like Drake lives there, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a weird area. And I grew up in sort of like, I, in my book, I say, if Calabasas is the Mark Wahlberg, we are the Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> like we are just the <laughs> shitty brother that like no one talks about. And so I, I was always looking to be in Calabasas. Like I was always looking to be there. And now I don't, like that's a really cool feeling to sell a show. It's just, it didn't feel... Like I didn't have that like thing you said. Like I, like I could maybe get a backyard place, I, but I don't. That's not a thing. It's not. Right. It it's not making me any happier. Would it have at a different point in your life? Do you think? Do you think that you just achieve the things when that's the station you're sort of at in life? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. No. Probably mm-hmm. not. I mean, I was really happy. I had a nice day. It was like a high five moment. But like, I don't think. I do not feel the crowning. Right. That you're taught at all. I don't feel the crowning at all. So what's this TV show that you saw? Uh, it's called Drop the Mic. It's me and James Corden. I've been doing it on the late late show with oh, him. Oh yeah. And so we, uh, myself and Eliza Skinner, co-write these rap battles for celebrities to battle James Corden. Uh, <laughs> and it was an idea I originally pitched to James. I said I have an idea for a TV show, and he said let's incubate it on the late late show. And then we sold it in. I don't know, a couple months, but it's 16 episodes straight to TBS. That's uh, great. That's so cool. Yeah, it's crazy. So cool. Yeah, it's super crazy. Congratulations. But again, it feels great. The accomplishment feels really good. Like, wow, that was awesome. Had an idea. We worked it out. It came great. Blah, blah, blah. That feels great. But as far as like, oh, I could maybe get this, it doesn't. Right. It doesn't change my happiness. Sure. I think there's two things going on. There's the material stuff, which can make you like comfortable. Like having a pool would be nice. But Is it's it not though? Gonna, well, it's not going to make you happy right. necessarily. Right. Agreed. Right. It's Agreed. just that like, oh, okay, we have a bigger Are fridge. Are we sure? I mean, my whole life I have believed you, but all of a sudden I'm doubting that. No, he's no, right. All no, of a sudden I'm trust like. Trust me, honey. You're not going to get happier with a bigger place. <clears throat> anyway, so <laughs> you'll feel more comfortable. You might feel yeah. more comfortable, but I don't think that that equals happiness. Yeah, yeah you're right. And happiness I, is always. But I think happiness is. So you're saying that you sold the show and it didn't make because I think the results we th- we're so result oriented, but actually results don't make you happy. No. It's and I I've found that through my life. It's like you think, oh, there's this finish line, and once I cross that, it's going to be great because I'm going to win the prize or whatever. And it's like once you've the second you've completed it, it, there's nothing else to experience. It's over. And so you can bask in accolades if they're there, but really the happiness has to come from, this is cliche, but it's like from the process the and journey. the work. That's a DJ, the, I just watched a DJ AM uh, documentary on Showtime, which is very good. And yeah. I, uh, when I was rapping, I came up with, with Adam and, and we all came up together and he got more famous than anyone I've ever known. Like he was like a Kanye story. He was going to be the biggest thing in the world. And if you watch this documentary, it's that none of those achievements meant anything. Wow. He still had to face this much smaller problem. Well, Which is yourself. Yeah. 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 I know. I know. Because I've done that thing numerous times where I've thought, 
when I, if I have a trip coming up, like when I'm there, I'm going to be so happy. And then it's like, I'm there and I have the, I'm in the same mood that I was before, possibly a worse mood because I can't find something I'm looking for in my suitcase. Right. And with work achievements, especially in the show business, it, it's not a big thing that you achieve. It's usually this slog and you're just kind of chewing at it for yeah. six or nine months. So by the time you get across the finish line, it's like, you, it's not like you want to sprint. It's like there's you also want, like you, another finish line. Yes, there's special <laughs> TV. Yeah, there's always there's another always finish another line. finish line, but, and that's the thing. That yeah. But nobody me. nobody running a marathon is tearing across the finish line. They're just kind of dragging their ass across it. And but I if feel you, like that's but if you felt is. really happy when you were practicing, right? That, that seems to be the thing. I but, bet you that's one of the reasons we have so many award shows. It's like we need something to make me feel like I've accomplished something. You know, <laughs> I don't disagree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I look you forward to being that shitty. Yes, you know what really. Oh, I'm interrupting myself to ask. Did you go to the Emmys, Jensen? No, 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 no. Okay. You're not that much of an insider? No, no. Okay. No. <laughs> it's a brat, brat battle show. <laughs> not, I didn't create the wire. Why well, not you? <laughs> it's going to be the wire of rat battle shows. Can you write for award shows? Yeah. I don't do, the, I don't do these. I, okay. I do other ones, not this one. Gotcha. Yeah. But you know what will make you happy? Tell us. An away suitcase. They are amazing. I have mm-hmm. one sitting right there. I'm directing everyone who's sitting in the jacuzzi to look at it. That is what I, if you walk through an airport or anywhere rolling that suitcase behind you, you're a baller. And that's Mm. a word I don't normally use. They're amazing. They're premium German polycarbonate, unrivaled in strength and impact resistance. And yet, if you lift it up, it's very lightweight. Um, The interior has a patent-pending compression system, which is helpful for overpackers. And four 360-degree spinner wheels guarantee a smooth ride. I've never... In my life, until I had this suitcase, had four 360-degree spinner wheels. I had three 180-degree ones. And <laughs> it spinning. toppled over <laughs> constantly. TSA-approved combination lock built into the top of the bag to prevent theft. Removable, washable laundry bag keeps dirty clothes separate from clean. And perhaps my favorite part, so it comes in three sizes, the carry-on, the medium, or the large. But the carry-on is able to charge all cell phones, tablets, e-readers, and anything else that's powered by a USB cord uh, just from on the outside of the suitcase so you don't have to do that thing where you're in the airport and you're fighting with someone over the like one outlet um a single charge of the away carry-on will charge your iphone five times there's a lifetime warranty if anything breaks they'll fix it or replace it for you and jenna and i were just talking about return policies about specifically ones that we find um confining not with away luggage a hundred day trial live with it vibe with it, travel with it, Instagram it. If at any point you decide it's not for you, you can return it for a full refund, no questions asked, free shipping on any away order within the continental US. So for special offer for you guys, for $20 off your order, visit awaytravel.com slash BFF and use the promo code BFF during checkout. That's awaytravel.com slash BFF and promo code BFF for $20 off your order. Okay, we have... A return to iTunes comment of the week. It's been a while since we've done it. How are your pipes feeling, Al? Pretty good. Okay, good. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. Awesome show by Lisa Soros. I just love the Thursday gang. Always a hoot and a half to listen to them. Allison, I just love you 
hearing about all of your pregnancy woes. I was so happy to hear that you were pregnant. Daniel, thank you, not, for telling me to watch Vanderpump Rules. (laughs) I've now watched them all on Hulu. I hate you. JKJ, you make me happy, and the episodes you aren't on make me sad. Hashtag Al, what don't you know, LOL. Greg, I feel like you're an awesome addition to the show and and bring a different voice to the show. Jeff, keep up the drops. I love them all, and I literally laugh out loud when you do them. Keep up the awesomeness that you all are. Thanks, Liz Soros. Thank you for that very nice iTunes comment. If you would like Al to read your comment on the show, leave us a nice comment. Click five stars. It's our favorite number. And you can subscribe at iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. Jensen. Yes. You have a, how many podcasts do you have now? It's just me and my, my get up on this. And then I have one with my mother. How is that? It's an advice podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. very crazy. It is. Uh, my mom is a, a incredible woman. Uh, Haroldine, Haroldine. I follow her on Instagram. She's a real mess uh, <laughs> on Instagram. Uh, and so I, I really wanted to do something with her. Uh, she's been giving me advice my whole life. And at 36, as a, a single male, I've realized some of that advice is real shitty. And it's like 50-50, right? You can get good and she'll give you 50% bad. Uh, and so I decided I would take emails from listeners and then my mom would give advice on both life and love in general. And it's good. I mean, we're like three in and I think she's had... I think she's batting about 60% good. What's the bad <laughs> advice she's giving Oh, you? she gave this kid, Reed, that we call Regis. Uh, he's been, I don't know why we call him Regis, but he's been emailing in and giving us updates. But basically, he said he's in high school and he has trouble uh, speaking with girls because he feels he gets friend-zoned a lot. And also, he just doesn't have any game. And he's just, well, how do I get over this? And my mom straight up was like, just start with some uglier girls. <laughs> just start, just, that was definitely her advice. And then the next week came back. That's was like, interesting. And she was like, I've been thinking about it. Maybe I gave Reed the wrong advice. Uh, but she also like sometimes she's also just she's adorable and she's a huge heart. But like she'll be like, go to dances and, you know, and then go up to him and be like, what what class are you in? I was like, mom, what, what is this? Archie? Like, in what world do you not know what class they're in? Like that, you know that. So uh, it's been very fun. It's called Motherly Love, and uh, we do it probably about once a week. And I, I like sitting with my mother for an hour. That's really where I get the most enjoyment from. So mm. Take yeah. the girl to the malt shop or yeah. the box social. Take her bobby socks <laughs> and get the new pair. It's just like, a mother, stop this. This is not, you know. I was like, is your diner segregated? Like, what, what, what year are we in? Like, Jesus Christ. Uh, but she has been uh, a very fun person, too. And yeah, on Instagram, she's a real hot mess. <laughs> She puts up a lot of memes with like Ryan Gosling's picture mm-hmm. and like a lot of like. Mm, I love it. She also she I eats at steakhouses. Yeah, she has a and new a fiance that eats at steakhouses. She's in. She posts a lot of like Calabasas real estate she stuff. She sells real estate, and right. she always mentions the pops of color. She loves color. There's a lot of my mom is real predictable in that way. But that's why the show's so it's like so ridiculous because you 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 love her and then you're also like this woman. She also dresses like a fancy witch. What does that mean? <laughs> like she's like she'll wear like a lot of necklaces and like oh, she's very fashionable and she'll wear like a, a long black shirt and tights and really extravagant boots and like She's my future. Yeah, she's a lot of people's future. <laughs> uh but yeah, she wears crystals and she prays to a, a female boot outside of her house. Oh wow. Oh no, she's out. She's uh, uh, she's out there. Crystals are so back in because I wore a lot of, but I didn't believe in them. I just wore them mm-hmm. in high school. Um, so high school, like I, uh, my favorite thing in the world would be to get a little crystal on like a, with the silver thingy around it and the little loop and then put it on like a leather cord. That oh, was yeah. my look. I was super into that. Is it weird that I believe in them? 
Because it goes tell against, us about this. It goes what against you, the rest guess, of my brand. Tell us about <laughs> this, Spencer. I, I will Montag. say this: I'm I believe in astrology, and it goes against my brand too. So I right. totally yeah. So I'm I done. get it. Oh, yeah. I think there's something about the energy that's I don't know. I just feel there's something going on, and I don't have any other real good insight to it. But I I do feel like I have some in my house. They're sort of hidden around. It's also being raised by a fancy witch that helps you think these things. <laughs> yeah. But like I I like I I do feel that having them around is like a. It's also it, it's also a superstition that I think I'm not going to throw them out or you know what I mean. Like I like well, I that kind of stuff. Well, see that's the funny thing is that's where I draw the line. Superstition. Those I'm into. You don't <laughs> like, want like if anyone opens an umbrella indoors. Cause my mom does this all the like. Oh. I went umbrella shop. I've mentioned this before because I can't stand it. I went umbrella shopping with my mom. And she opened them up that's, in the store. She's like, well, fun. how else do you... By the way, it's such a specific shopping day. <laughs> We're going umbrella shopping. <laughs> and I'm going Again, to, mom! I'm going to open them all in the store. And I understand her point. How else do you know what you're buying or whatever? But it's like, you just don't do it. It's just bad luck. That one in particular bothers me. You just did, don't open umbrella Did you doors. go umbrella shopping without me? <laughs> <laughs> oh. It was before I knew you. Me. I might have. I'm sorry. I'm like so opposite though. I'm like walk under this ladder. Sure, I'll do it 14 times in a row. Like I can't. I don't. Do you try to defy? I do. Like, I'm like whatever. Bring on it tracks? on. Sometimes, well, so, yeah. Jensen, do you notice the crystal energy? Like, do you feel something, or is it just a, like a, a, a uh, belief? A hope. A I hope. think it's a little of both. I right. do feel a little. There has been a crystal in my in my bra in my bedroom <laughs> uh close uh in my bedroom for a while and i do this one's a newer one that my fancy witch gave me and i do think that it's and also like i had a bad relationship end in this place that i'm in and i had the house of intuition come over and just sage it and do like a whole ceremony on it and that wait, was wait, my wait, wait. idea who came over the house of intuition are they a crystal shop yeah there's one in the valley and they just opened one on melrose i didn't and I just heard wind chimes. Yeah. When I hear the name, has it, I, hear, I hear myself walking in. I hear wind chimes. And, and, do you, and the incense. And like do you a smell crow, like, ah! like in the background. Yeah. Uh, but the yeah, I, had to, I paid them like, a, yeah, there. I paid a few hundred dollars and someone came over the house and I left. They saged it and put some things so around. So this is a service they provide. 100%. Yeah. That is I definitely crazy. paid like 300 bucks. Did you tell them it was because <laughs> you were getting uh, Oh, I had to tell them the whole it. thing, yeah. Really? Yeah. They, they were have like, to know what to do. Yeah, yeah. they were like, You're what right. room? It's what like, room? They can't just do a generic one. It has, <laughs> yeah. It's very specific. Yeah, I left though while they did it, and I thought it would be so funny if I had like a home cam and it was just them like sitting around smoking. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, he's coming. He's coming. Get the sage. Yeah, playing PS4. Like he's coming soon. So, do specific crystals have specific energies? Yes. Okay. I just went to House Intuition for a friend because I believe in this stuff. Uh, who's going through a tough thing? And so I read the little cards with all of them and picked the ones I thought meant something to her, and that was it. You know, even the most it. skeptical person can acknowledge that if you believe it, you know, it could have an effect on you. And isn't that right? Yeah, that's true. Well, look, I'm sitting here saying I won't let anyone open an umbrella in front of me. So <laughs> just I don't know it. what I'm standing on here. But Jenna, yo, black cat crosses your path. Are you cool with it? <laughs> Big deal. Mirror Cross breaks. again, cat. <laughs> A mirror breaks. I've broken many mirrors. What if it breaks just when you look into it? <laughs> I... <laughs> I don't know. Mean. I feel like I need to work on something personally. Yeah. <laughs> if um, that happens. What? I'm trying to think of other superstitions. I feel like we're not going to be able to stump you. Never buy a car from an Armenian. <laughs> is that a superstition <laughs> or is that just. <laughs> no, I just made that up. <laughs> you know, I'm half Armenian. <laughs> One superstition I had was never sit at the first blackjack table that is open. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of gambling ones, right? Yes. Yeah. 
people have a I lot have of weird things like growing up my mom this isn't a superstition really it's just something my mom told me my whole life and I truly believed it until I got married was that if you sleep with the air conditioner on you'll get a cold oh yeah so I have those types of things but that's just because someone told me that and I yeah, believed it you we know? had to stop that crap right away I know <laughs> it was like, too what hot. do you mean I have I to turn like, the <laughs> air conditioner off <laughs> then you'll be sick all the time deal with it yeah, that's crazy <laughs> and did you get sick all the time no I was so crazy it was like are you kidding me my whole life so what happens when janae comes and visits and sees oh, that you just leave it on really yeah, is she okay like, with that? we got to teach you a lesson mom <laughs> lesson in life you've been living sweaty in your sleep for too long yeah all right i think it is time to hear what a 20 year old jenna oh, yeah. felt about oh yeah whatever I'm thing about that song is you hear it once but it's stuck in your head for a minimum of 13 days <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part the I best know. part just in time that. to have have it re forced ignited in your head. okay sorry it's got a real briefcase vibe your journal yeah right mm-hmm. i was really trying to, for some sort of vibe here like i'm a professional Young professional yeah. yeah that's a real you can sit at a starbucks and write in it and oh my gosh with These your so red pen apparently yeah, I used red, then I switched to green for a while because I lost the red, then I switched back because I liked the red better. It's all in here. That whole <laughs> that whole thing is in here. I don't like this red or this green pen. All right, so let's see. Okay, so 20-year-old Jenna. I'm 20. I just started interning at The Late Show with David Letterman. I had met this guy who had sort of helped. Well, he didn't. He just made a call that got me an interview to get the internship. Mm-hmm. So when I got, I was home for, I was in Utah for like a month before the internship. And then I was going back to start and I was moving into a new apartment. I was a junior in college, but I wasn't, because the late show was such an intense internship, it was full time. They didn't let you take classes. So it was just an internship. I didn't have classes that whole semester. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cause you work like 10, 11, 12 hours a day. As an intern. Wow. Okay. Okay. Question about the internship. Mm-hmm. It, what What is it in? Like, is there a department? So, yeah. We all got assigned to different apart, uh, departments. Apartments. <laughs> I that was, was Letterman's other thing. <laughs> yeah, right? So, <laughs> it was a weird internship for me. I was a research intern. So, I did all the research on celebrity guests, blah, blah, blah. And then... But I was also, because I knew Dave's personal assistants, I was friends with them. And so, I spent a lot of time doing personal assistant type work as well because I would finish up the research stuff and then they would I basically I picked up Dave's dinner like every night for four months straight um things like that boring stuff did he have a special diet he ate all kinds of stuff but it was cool because every time I had to run an errand that was specifically for Dave which I did quite often I got to use his car and driver which was pretty swanky when you're 20 in New York City and you're super poor. So that was exciting. Anyway, so I'd started working and this guy who'd sort of helped me or made the phone call to help me get the internship, he wanted to get together 
when I got back to New York to hear how it was going or whatever. And he was a little bit older than me, um, significantly older than me. And ended up... He was 55. (laughs) Yeah. He just keeps climbing. He he was deceased when I met with him. (laughs) Just a skeleton. He was just a talking skeleton. He was a spirit. Yeah. (laughs) I do believe in that stuff, so that could be it. How old was Um, he really? He was... 37 and i was Woo! 20 okay. that's, a, that's a difference that's, that's, that is difference. Yeah. yeah different parts of life and he when we went out <laughs> to get coffee i didn't drink coffee got tea he got coffee well, like a real 20 year old dating a 37 i know yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> well we couldn't go to a bar right? and uh so um anyway we hung out and then he like called me all the time and was calling me and they asked me out on some dates and wanted to date me. Mm-hmm. So this beginning of the journal is a lot of that saga. Anyway. All right. Here we go. This is, I just, I wish I had, I should have marked this a little better before I got here, to be honest. I'm really sorry. I'm a little unorganized. Shut up. I know. Okay. Hi. So this is me talking about, I need a name. Give me a name. Uh, Greg. <laughs> Not Greg. <laughs> Daryl. Murfin. Ooh, I like Murfin? Murfin. Murfin? Yeah. Okay. It's like a mermaid's fin, a Murfin. Okay. I'm feeling uneasy about Murfin. <laughs> he basically wrote me a love letter and wants to pursue a romantic relationship which seem which seems virtually impossible. Now let's get real. He was super fun to hang out with. So I'm giving mm-hmm. just a little, that's not from the journal. This is mm-hmm. me just talking. And at the time it was like, well, he's fun, but I knew the age thing was a lot for me. And I, Did I know, you for know some, he liked you from the beginning. Oh, he was very clear. Okay. When we, I, when we left our little meeting to see how my internship was going, which clearly was like a excuse. Very much. So he like put the move, like he, it, he leaned wow. in like he was going to kiss me. And yeah. I like panicked Can and I moved away. A question that might be over the line, and then you could say it is. What? But you said he hooked you up with a job. Is he? Has he have a, a position of power? He was in TV. Yeah. Oh, the Letterman. Ooh. This is a Letterman problem. <laughs> <laughs> this was an well, epidemic. He, didn't, he yeah. didn't work at Letterman. He was. He just knew he a lot of connected. people. There. Yeah, very okay. connected. Would we? I'm not going to ask, but you, would we know who he is? Uh, only you might, just because t- small TV world. Warren Littlefield. When I worked, <laughs> when I worked at Daily Show, some of those people knew him. Okay, yeah, Th- that's like a whole nother journal saga. Actually, I wasn't journaling at that time. I wish I was. Okay, so let's see. Which seems virtually impossible, right? He doesn't realize that caring about someone doesn't make relationships work out. <laughs> Plus, I can't quite wrap my brain around his age. He's thirty-seven. When I'm forty, he'd be almost sixty. <laughs> that's too weird. Uh, okay. And then I go on and talk about another boy that I was sort of interested in. Okay. I want to be with someone who I can grow up with. <laughs> I need some time away from Murfin. <laughs> what? That's just that Thank line. you for making anyway. that throw noise. It's disgusting. No, it's <laughs> disgusting. I know. Uh, I need, to, I need some time away from Murfin. I'm going to tell him that tomorrow I need to think about everything he has said to me. He told me today he prayed to God for some sign that we should date. Murfin. And yeah. then, out of nowhere, a nun in her full outfit came roller skating by. What? Wait, he, I've heard that. You've told me about this. I think I've told you about this. Yeah. He came 
this nun in her full outfit, I couldn't remember the name, obviously, came roller skating by. He said it was a good enough sign. (laughs) (laughs) And then skip to almost exactly to the date that we're recording. This is September 18th. So tonight, John and I had it out. Oh, his oh. name's John. I just said his name. Oh, okay. oh wow. Murfin. His name's John. Oh, Murphy. Murphy. It's John Murphy. I was really hoping it was Paul Schaefer. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have stories about that guy. Right, oi, fair, oi. Fair, fair. Uh, so tonight, Murphin and I had it out. I finally talked to Janae about all of this. I told Murphin I couldn't date him. He was, he was upset. He really thought we could work out. <laughs> he is a very passionate perhaps too dramatic person. Eh, oh well. I'm I'm really upset about all of this and I shouldn't have let this happen. But I sorry. Oh my gosh. I'm really upset about all of this. I shouldn't have let this happen. But it happened and I'm determined to win him back as a friend. Oh, oh wow. Oh. Got real, oh, real Tracy terrible. Flick at the end. Oh. <laughs> oh, Lord. I really need yeah. something great to happen to me. My life has been such a drag. <laughs> and then it goes on. Oh, and then... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> took a real dark turn. I know. Yeah. And get this. My friend Daryl came over last night. Remember, he's visiting from Utah. And as we were hanging out, he put the moves on me. Oh. What? He tried to kiss me. What the heck? <laughs> that's just the move. But go ahead. Man. And really, it, that's it. Then it goes on and on about boring stuff about Ikea and whatnot. <laughs> wow, interesting. Jenna. There is... I really move on quickly. Yeah. But I noticed in both of our... Jour- we've been reading journals on sure, the show lately. Sure. Mm-hmm. There's such a difference between high school and like 20. Oh, yeah. Or a little older. Because oh, then, yeah. like, this is... Even though it's, it's still funny. It's still ridiculous. But it's more, but it's more recognizable. It's yeah. less ridiculous than high school. So wait, did you win him back? We became as a friend? friends later, sort of. And then he wanted to date again when I was like 24. Obviously. Yeah. No guy goes back to being friends again. I know. Like, oh, I had strong feelings, fast. but now I just want to so hang he, out and have fun. So no. he was 41. Yeah. Yeah, I was 24. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, at that point, he started to want to hang out again a little more regularly, which was kind of fun. But then we got into some sort of argument at one point and he got really upset with me. And then I said, well, clearly you don't just want to be friends. And he said, no, I don't. Uh, But I thought by now you would be a lot less religious than you are because we're Mormon. Sure. And he was, he had thought in his head that by the time I was 24, I'd finished college and I was working, I would not be Mormon anymore. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, so I figured you wouldn't care anymore. Because that was something I'd said to him, like, you're not Mormon and you're 37 and I'm just not really looking for anybody. Like, it's just too much. He thought you'd be lured away by the roller yeah, skating I, nun. Like, I guess so. <laughs> that looks fun. I'll become Catholic. <laughs> you know, as soon as she gets in Dave's limo, she's going to forget all about her religion. <laughs> Honestly. So then that. Yeah. That's sort kind of, of insulting. It right? was. It was super insulting. And so then we got into like a really big fight. Fight. We just sort of got into an argument. And then I left and we've talked like maybe once or twice and he congratulated me when i got engaged oh and that's nice he and yeah that's He's it like, congratulations I mean, I on your young guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can grow up together with yeah. yeah so anyway uh nice guy 
I like, I think he's a very smart, talented, nice person. Bob Zucker? Just didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't it. work out. Yeah. Roger Ailes. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> <Roger> Ailes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. It was guy. a weird time of my life. Is it Larry Bud Melman? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, how do you feel about bit. this? Oh, I feel just fine about it. Yeah. So, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I just want to say that that was a classic 20-year-old journal writing. I think that's what that was. I think so, too. Yeah. Did everyone have a creepy older dude? Is that a thing yeah. that comes up? Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Daniel, definitely. Yeah. Is that, did, you, did you have one of those? Yes, but I didn't think of them as... Because my parents have a big age difference, and... I always grew up feeling like people my age don't get me and also aren't interested in me. But <laughs> older men, that's where it's at. So I always liked older men. Um, for a long time, I liked guys who are a lot older than me. So I wouldn't call them creepy, although... Yeah, but uh, his position made him a little creepy in this Yes. Case. A little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's well, a fair yeah, that, for yeah. Sure. There was a little bit of like, okay. And yeah. you wouldn't call him creepy, but would someone else? Yes, probably. Right, there you go. Yeah, it finally, I think the... What's the opposite of Nadir, Zenith? Like the peak of this was when I was working at a magazine and there was this guy who was like, he was probably, I was 25, let's say, and he was about 45 and he had a girlfriend and I had a huge crush on him and my, the guy who worked in the cube next to me knew about it. Um, But it was this huge crush that was fun to have while this guy was in a relationship and completely unavailable. Right. And then he became available. And then he, he and I were friends and we talked on the phone and like, he made this very kind of lewd pass at me, like suggested that I come over. And I, it's funny. I am someone who was so bad. I I actually was just on Greg Fitzsimmons podcast and I was talking about, excuse me, disgusting pregnancy congestion noise hold on I thought, what if you start crying <laughs> <laughs> i was like we hit something here <laughs> no <laughs> excuse me again i was talking about the fact that i didn't realize that when a guy is interested in in something real with you he pursues you in a much pursues you in a much different way than if he's just looking for like a one night stand i felt like any attention is attention and a one night stand can turn into something and i just really didn't realize it's like and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but I feel like it's like two different tracks for a guy. Like either you're pursuing something legitimate or you're looking for something quick and you're going to hit it and quit it. It's more of a creepy track, it's like a creepy versus real track, I think, than one night stand versus relationship. I think it's just if you're a creepy guy and you're looking for creepy things, you pursue them in a creepy way. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's like a holistic creepiness. There, is, there, are, yeah. level, there are levels yeah. to an extent. Yeah. Like I feel like there are certain people you date, not with an expiration date in mind. But there are people that you date even that you really like that you're like, this probably mm. won't go super far. Right. Well, I th- I actually think this guy who I still like and respect, I don't think he's a creepy guy. I think that he had just gotten out of a relationship and was feeling creepy. <laughs> right. So anyway, he kind of propositioned me and I had the good sense to turn him down because I just knew it would be weird at work. And it was really weird though because it's like, I, I remember thinking like, this is something 
that I have thought I wanted for so long. And now that it's like being presented to me in this way, ew, I don't want this at all. Oh, I just Allison, wanted the fantasy. You were just growing up, you know, <laughs> making was, adult decisions. I was. Really, I guess really this is growing up. I guess, yeah. <laughs> but then I did kiss him much later and I didn't oh. feel good about it. No, but uh, that was like years later. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you guys. still years ago. I'm very old. It was still years ago. He's still okay. 20 older at that point. Yeah, he's still the same. It wasn't that many years, years later. It was, it was like two years. But do later. you think for those like seven hundred days, he was like, "I'm gonna make it happen." <laughs> yeah, like he yes, like definitely. he just sat there and sketched in his book over and over like circles with your name. Board. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "It's I swear to God, two years from now, she's gonna kiss me." No, I don't. I I like the idea, but I really don't think so. I think that if anyone was that into me, that would have pushed me away. Because Daniel was actually quite into me, but he hit it pretty well. I, He's so damn rad. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, are you, are you taking umbrage I'm trying to with the idea if that I, you are quite into me? I, no, no, cool. no, no, no. I'm trying to think how much I showed how into you. I think what I did was I just acted like it didn't matter. Like, yeah. we're just oh, friends. I'm so, so bad at that. It's, the, I, it's hard to do. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I think for me, I was um, at a place where it... I liked you a lot, but if it didn't happen, it wasn't gonna. I, I wasn't putting a lot into it, so that that allowed me to like. I wasn't circling your name in the mm-hmm. book, and we leave uh, that for the old men. <laughs> well, I think I did that a lot as a young guy and kid, and it You've just doesn't burned, didn't work yeah. out very well for me. So, um, yeah, I think I was cool if we were just if we if we ended up just being friends. Can I tell you another Murfin story, please? Okay, so while this whole saga was going on. And I was like, he's, you know, putting pressure like we should date. First of all, can I just say Murphin, super nice guy. If somehow somebody figured out who it was, I don't want him to think I don't think he's a nice mm-hmm. guy because he really is well, like a great Well, it's a person. pretty unusual name, so I guess <laughs> well, we can figure it out. you know what I mean. I, well, <laughs> I did know? slip it's, and say his real name, but it was a pretty generic it's name. It's one Google search away. Just yeah. put Murphin Letterman. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> All I'm saying is, if for some crazy reason, yeah. I don't want people to think I'm saying bad things about him because I'm not. But at one point... We both had to go to Ikea at the same day. He was going with friends of his, and I was going to get a bed and a dresser for my new apartment. Mm -hmm. And I ended up waiting in line behind this group of people, and it was his friends. And Kismet. They were saying, can you believe Murfin wants to go out with a 20-year-old? Oh, you were right there. And I was right there. Oh, my God. And that motherfucker thinks the nun on roller skates is a sign? Right? You lined up behind his friends at Ikea. Yeah. Were you tempted to say, like, Oh, I wanted to so bad. I am that (laughs) 20-year-old. I'm very mature. Can you believe how, like... What are the chances? What? Yeah. It was so crazy, crazy. And I was so embarrassed and like, oh my gosh, this is so terrible. Anyway. What else? Is that all you heard? I don't remember. I, I was so like, that's oh, crazy. that's so young. That's just so insane. She's in college. Ugh, she can't even drink. All these different, you know, like just things people would say. Right. If, you know. <sighs> and I just remember being so embarrassed. It was just so. Yeah. It was but Murfin wasn't awful. there. Murfin was there. He was just in another part of the store and then he left. Oh, oh did you but he know? Didn't come back and be like, "Oh, hey!" And then they had to put together the twenty-year-old. No, no, oh, it was God. like. But I remember saying to him, "I saw your friends and heard them talking about oh, me." Oh, what he, he was pretty embarrassed wow. too. It was like a whole thing. It was, but to me, that scared me because that meant he was talking about me to can, his right. friends. Can I throw one other thing in, please? I'm embarrassed. He's forty-five at IKEA. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's also like a small detail of the story. Know, right? And all his friends too. So let's let's Well it's New York City though. Sure, right. but I mean like yeah. Yeah. He was this the one the in Paramus? He was yeah, it was in New Jersey. Oh uh, no, ferry? it was okay. like uh yeah, the one that's or no, it was in uh there's was Hobo Red Hook. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I know that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Still don't like it. The craziest thing about this story is I could get a twenty year old right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I thought I had aged out. <laughs> Find a fat one. I'm talking about myself. That came out. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's uncomfortable in here now. You guys, the jacuzzi got warm. I think I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna roll. <laughs> Allow me to backpedal. Here's what I'm saying. <laughs> I had low self esteem. I was large gal. I think that that contributed to my liking older guys because I felt like I could not win the affections of someone my age. But you're you know, <laughs> Does that help at all? No, I thought you were saying it's okay with you oh, if I no. went out and got a chubby 20-year-old. No, it's even worse. I'm giving you tips on how to score a 20-year-old. But actually... Oh, you have a fat I hall see. pass. Oh, I see. Oh, my God. No, no, no. Yeah, I give me the weight. No, I didn't... I didn't... I didn't mean it at all like well, that. I can't take him back, so... I yeah, did not mean it's it on like record. that. Yeah. What I meant is... When I was 20, I was large. I liked older guys. That's all I meant. <laughs> but that being said, probably... It's not what I heard. Yeah. Oh, Podcasts God. live forever. Oh, that's not what I meant. It came out so wrong. I Even up... if behind a paywall, we can find yeah. that eventually. I want to apologize to... Everyone knows. I want to apologize to everyone I've offended with that comment. <laughs> I feel terrible. Um... I don't know though. Maybe it doesn't take a twenty-year-old with low self-esteem because I maybe just a twenty-year-old would be into an older guy because there's something exciting about older guys because you feel like oh I must be really special if this older person who not this older guy (laughs) twenty-year-old's not gonna well then I I go back to my original advice that was misunderstood by everyone. Mm. I would like to break up this awkward silence by talking about bioclarity. Um, BioClarity is a totally new acne treatment designed specifically for young adult skin that is naturally better. It's great. It's like a marriage of science and of nature. Um, and even though they recommend it for young adult skin, I get adult acne and I tried it and, uh, it works great and I recommend it highly and it is much, um, it's a lot of acne stuff can be very harsh, but this is more gentle and soothing uh, and bioclarity. And also, I don't know if you guys care about this stuff, but it comes in really cool packaging. It comes in this little sack and it sits on your counter and you're like, ooh, I like this new set of skincare products that I have just invited into my home. Bioclarity is clinically proven to clear up acne blemishes and help maintain clear, confident skin. Um, they did a clinical trial to prove it before going ahead with the product launch, and 90% of clinical study patients reported a reduced number of blemishes and would recommend it to a friend. So there's three steps, uh, cleanse, treat, and restore, and there's a rich foaming facial cleanser that has green tea to detoxify, cucumber, which is cooling, and chamomile, which is calming. No harsh chemicals found in other facial cleansers. And then there's the treatment, which is a gel that penetrates pores and attacks the bacteria that causes acne. And then there's... Um, Probably the, uh, the the coolest thing in the bioclarity arsenal, I would say, which is the Restore Gel with Floralux. It's made from chlorophyll. Um, and so it's this green gel that you put on, and it reduces redness and reduces the size of pores, and it's really soothing. Uh, and it's just, uh, it's very unique and it's very cool. So what are you waiting for? Get clearer skin today. Just go to bioclarity.com. My listeners get their first month for only $9.95. That's a $20 savings. And it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. 
but you need to enter my code best friend. That's bioclarity, B-I-O-C-L-A-R-I-T-Y.com and enter my code best friend. Don't wait. Go to bioclarity.com today. Okay. Is there a, a cool way to bring a scale into a bar? <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to figure this one out. You got a lot of work ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> deeply, deeply regret my my comment, and also I regret the way it was misunderstood by everyone here. Even though everyone here has the ability to understand how I meant it, the refusal to understand how I meant it is making me feel icky. I feel like I'm very confused. <laughs> All right, I'm having an internal debate right now. Mm, share it with us. We got six slits on the table, which we could mm-hmm. do for snack chat, but also. There is an advice question that has come in. The same question has come in four times from this kid who really wants advice. Uh, we do have someone who hosts an advice podcast on the yeah. show. Could always call the fancy witch for a, a life. <laughs> I'd be willing. Um, it's The thing with this question is it's kind of sprawling. It's a bit all over the place, which is why I've, so I've read it and I've been like, I want to help you, but I don't know if I can because I don't know that I can fully. I don't. You know, some questions you read and you're like, oh, yeah, that one's doable. This is a little more like, I guess I have to do it now that I've spoken this much about it. No, let's set it up for 20 minutes and then, and then eat not chocolate. Do it. Yeah, <laughs> then eat chocolate. I'm just saying. I'm eating chocolate either way. Okay. So go ahead and ask, but. <laughs> My advice involves chocolate. So. <laughs> I will read the question because the fact that this guy has sent it in that this many times means I think he's really wanting help. Okay. So I'll read it, but I'm just telling you. It's a little hard to get the whole like gestalt of what's going on. Okay. Big word. Because you asked oh. for some advice from Allison and the gang. Hi, Allison and the Thursday gang. My name is Murfin. Can you believe there's two of them in one Wow. Show? What are the odds? Uh-oh, I'm going to sneeze. Here we go. Bless you. <laughs> Cough bless you, thumb dick. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, sneezing is so unpleasant when you're pregnant and it's so frequent. I am 18 years old and I am in a situation. At my current place of employment, I found myself working with a girl from my high school. Me and her kind of hit it off as soon as we started working together, flirting here and there and finding ourselves going out to movies and dinner and having a really good time. Now, I am not the most confident of person, so finding someone who made me feel confident and safe was a very uplifting feeling. Hold, please. Bless you. <laughs> no, that was just... <laughs> no, like... Nothing but kissing or innocent groping happened for the first two or three months knowing her, two or three months knowing her until one one night after work. After going a little further with her, everything seemed amazing and passionate and real in my head. Now she has discussed with me her problems with her mental health almost right away. I myself have struggled with depression during this time due to the passing of my uncle. I was very vulnerable during this time, so to me it seemed like a match that would hopefully work out. After a month or so of intercourse, she expressed to me her worries and told me that we should end things. I completely understood and stopped pursuing her immediately. I was upset but found comfort in the fact that we were still friendly and had fun working together. Throughout a course of three months, she would swing back and forth with wanting to pursue me and not. Again, I I am shy, awkward, and a depressed individual. So when she would come on to me, I felt myself clinging on when it was passionate. It was great. However, a week later when she would call it off again, everything felt weird. I respected her boundaries. 100% and didn't even think about coming on to her unless she initiated it. 
She would get very angry very quickly with me to the point of verbal and emotional abuse. I am a guy, an 18-year-old guy, being hurt by a girl emotionally. It was a hard thing for me to swallow, and I couldn't express my problems to anyone for fear of being judged or having the blame put on me because I was the man and she was the quote-unquote innocent woman. Yet after the abuse, I found myself going back to her. So after cleaning my head and taking a step back, I realized the problem, and I completely removed myself from her. She would then constantly torture me at work, crying that I left her and that I somehow fucked up. We were in our last month of high school at this point, and she would have her friends attack mine constantly. She would leave voicemails on my phone, go to my house, and bang on the door crying that she wanted me back. So I went back. She told me that her mental problems were worse and that she was with me, and that when she was with me, suddenly they were gone and she felt normal. This broke my heart, and I wanted to make her feel better, so I found myself with her again. This time, not for long, when she, then she would tell me again that we needed to stop. It's been a bit over a month now and I have no contact with her. She quit her job and is going away to college. I can't help but to think about this situation all the time. I believe she wanted me purely for the sexual aspect of the relationship because whenever we weren't hooking up, she was nasty and hurtful and a totally different person. I still care about her health and would never want to see her condition take over. Thursday gang, I don't know what exactly my question is to you. I just want some sort of feedback because I've told no one about this other than a close friend. Um... If there's anything you need to be cleared up, please email me back. This email is probably jumbled up and might not make total sense. It's just a hard topic to write down. And she never physically touched or hit me. It was all emotional abuse that's hard to put into exact words. Thanks. I love you guys. And thank you for making me smile every Monday and Thursday. Love, Marfin. He doesn't say what the her mental issue is, does he? No, just that she had just mental something. health problems. Yeah, I mean. Sounds upon, bipolar. Bipolar, yeah. Sounds it. Upon hearing it, hearing myself read it out loud, it's like clearly she i mean it's tempting to just go oh she's crazy like that's how it sounds i would be curious to know her what she's is saying was going on she's also they're also an age of insanity yes so i don't know if that you know being mentally ill at 30 is a lot different than being mentally ill at 18 right uh so i I think that's probably a a safe place to start if you're calling her crazy because it's their kids uh but if she is sort of seesawing back and forth in the relationship, then then there is a different thing we could criticize. Yeah. I think. And she sounds a little manipulative. Right. Even if she's not meaning to be, right. she is being right. manipulative. Yes. Okay. I need, again, I'm just going to backpedal. Pretty soon. Jeff, just edit me out of this episode. <laughs> Crazy is too harsh for an 18-year-old going through something. But she sounds very erratic. Yeah, and also if she talks about her own mental illness, then she's been diagnosed by somebody. Right. Just come up with that. And, and I would say regardless of whatever her challenges are, if you, the person, don't want to be with someone or you're not happy with them, you've got to look out for number one first. That's true. And then care about somebody else. And if you're not 100% happy or want to pursue, then it doesn't matter how the other person feels towards you. If you don't want to pursue, you shouldn't shouldn't be pursuing it, um, regardless of, of how she's going to take that news. Right. But was that what was going on? That he well, didn't want to He definitely said that he cared about her health and yeah. he then said he's a depressed person. So right. uh, he should be flipping those, which is I right. care about myself. She also has mental illness. Yes. Right. And he can care about her and care about her well-being without having to date her and to give in to every one of her whims or demands. They're right. not the same thing. Right. It's easy to convolute those things, especially when you're that age. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I think like in my high school when I was, I told Jenna about this, but, uh, I went to high school, we we had like IM chats, right? So I could chat with all my friends. And I had a friend saying, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to commit suicide. I'm going to slit oh, my wrist tonight. I'll, oh my I'll see you tomorrow at school, maybe, dot, dot, dot. Jesus. And so like the next day, I just took straight to the counselor and just said like, we do not do this as friends. 
I am not going to play this. Yeah. You're going to talk to the counselor. And if you never want to talk to me again, that's okay. But this will not be on me. You know, and well, so there's moments when I think you have to call someone's bluff. And if they're making that, that relationship difficult, you got to watch out for yourself and make sure that you're 100% healthy. Did your, what happened with your friend? We were still friends. It was totally fine. But they died. You, but you know. Well, no, I mean, like she was totally yeah. fine and they worked it out. But it wasn't going to be like I think it could have continued for months. Yeah, when someone threat. when someone threatens suicide, I think you have to take that seriously. Yeah, yeah. You have I have to. I have had issues dating someone uh, who was mentally ill uh, in my past, and I think that I the only blame I put on myself is that I didn't I didn't let go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like, and that's the blame is that I the only way you know it's like a dumb it's like a kid who's privileged who parents keep giving him the money and he doesn't get a job the, the day he gets a job is when you stop giving him money right. and it was similar for me which is like if you facilitate that and become you know the caretaker then then they're not going to get any better right and so by you by by murfin repeatedly being there for these moments it's actually it's hurting her it's enabling mm. that's true yeah and as a young kid young murfin here it's you don't want to spend these formative years establishing this as a precedent of how you work in relationships. There is a lot of learning that you do during that period that you will use in your future relationships. So if you keep being involved in what is an abusive relationship, it's going to, it's going to push you in a bad direction for the future. So try to, I would look at this in terms of, is this a healthy relationship for you? Right. Yeah. I mean, and Murph and (laughs) you sound like a really nice, sweet guy. (laughs) who (laughs) I couldn't figure out where I was going with that. Um, You sound like a good guy and you deserve happiness. And you sound like a good good guy. (laughs) And I think that good guys run the risk of feeling overly responsible for people. And I think that especially, especially when you're younger, when you get older, you start to understand where the clear boundaries are and how much one person can ever be responsible for another person. And you start to believe things like someone can't truly be, one per like you can never you're never responsible for someone else's happiness Every, each person is responsible for their own happiness um and but those things sound i mean i remember hearing that when i was young and thinking like what that's so cold and and i don't agree with that and now i fully believe that as an adult so hence the fat hall pass <laughs> you're <laughs> exactly. like listen have fun on your own man <laughs> you need that. to find your own fun I know. um oh boy one thing too if she legitimately does have some sort of uh diagnosable you know, condition. Um, one of the problems that people who don't have those have um, mm. is you could diagram that. Poetic. Okay. Um, <laughs> is that you will constantly feel like it's a fixable relationship because you don't know what the person's going through or you're not taking seriously the fact that th- there's actually something wrong. And that is a dangerous thing to fall into because um, you'll always be thinking, oh, you know, it, oh, it's good now. And the person is seeming to be balanced and um, there's something I did to help make the situation what it is. And then it's just when you, when someone is um, going through something like that and it's ended the way it has, it's probably best just to let it, Yeah, let her f- find her way. She's got to get help. Don't get wrapped up. And also if, if it is bipolar, the nature of that disease is up and down. <laughs> 
So like it yeah. doesn't mean it's getting better. It means it's in effect. It's right. It's right. now you're in the phase yeah. when that it's means good. It's right. working. Yeah, that's yeah. what the thing is. So yeah. I don't think that your what you believe is daylight is actually still the disease. Well, yeah, that's the that's what you deceive yourself into thinking like, oh, now we're on the up and up, everything's great, and then of course right well, around the corner, what the definition is yeah, it's going to yeah. be. A, also, I went to therapy for eighteen years, <laughs> but I do <laughs> get, I get that he's probably feeling like, what the hell just happened? Like yes. this whirlwind, yes. Yes. you right. know. Absolutely. But time is let the it best go. cure. Yeah, let, let it go. go. Stay Do not away. Let her back. Right. Don't let her convince you that you have to. And by the way, if it's if, if it's meant to be, she will she will work on her issues on her own. And in a few years, you'll mm-hmm. get back. You'll talk again. Well, yes. She's going off to school. Yeah, that's she's, what I mean. She's like yeah, rebooting her life. Let it go. Yeah. Let her go. And read about her condition. <laughs> it, it's actually great when you realize someone has something. You read about it. You go, oh, geez, this, they were just doing this mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. That the, you know, yeah. Take it from the guy from Tucson. Yes. He knows about people with mental illness. A lot of mental illness in Tucson. You know what you're talking about. All right. Okay. We are snack chatting. We're going to chat about snacks. From, um, from Hope Halper. We talked about them on the show. And she sent us some. Which is super nice. Now, first of all, there's feel- eight in a pack. That's what I was just counting. Yeah. <laughs> so sixlets, now I assumed, referred to the number that were in here. You would right. think. It's sort of like Carl's Jr. What is the junior? Right. Like, what is the six refer to? I don't know. You have to eat at least six at a time for them to be delicious. Are there six colors? And then there are just... Oh, guys, One, can I throw two, something in the mix? Three, yeah. Is it six inches? No, no, that's not serious. Well, I don't know. You could tell I don't know my penis size. These are- <laughs> <laughs> I have clearly, clearly been wrong for many years. <laughs> I mean, the yes, Jensen, like it is. Two and a half or three. You guys, please tell me it's six inches. <laughs> that's huge. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for saving my day. <laughs> These okay. are gluten-free and nut-free. Good. Wow. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, I knew what we were getting into. Yeah. They're pretty good. They're more malty than I remember. Mm-hmm. Malt flavored. Yeah, yeah. Malt. they've got a malt thing going on. Now I have a question. Mm-hmm. Fruit Loops, right? The color doesn't mean anything. I learned that right. recently. Is this similar? Yeah, I yeah. believe yes. Yeah, they're, they're all, all the just six loops. Because I have yellow, red, and orange. Who said that Fruit Loops are going to be made with real fruit soon? Me. Jenna. Jenna, is that true? Yeah. Were you lying? No, they're gonna. You. <laughs> I'm yes, sorry, I've dropped true. sixlets everywhere, and I don't want one. <laughs> well, how does that either. work? Is it like fruit juice, or is it going to be like... I don't know. They make a lot of false promises out there, okay? <laughs> Who's made the cereal? Yeah. Big cereal. Big General Mills. <laughs> have you guys ever heard the rumor that the tacos at Jack in the Box aren't their soy? I have heard that. It's not true. <laughs> just, just scoping that one for you guys real quick. What, that the meat is soy? It's not. It's just meat. I always assumed it was just the scrapings off the grill. Beefy matter. No, no, no. Yeah. I've called Jack in the Box and dealt with it. I was like, you know Talk that soy rumor is going around. They're like, yes, we've heard it many times. I go, is it real? They go, no. I go, thanks. They go, thanks. I hung up. Were you just rumor busting? Look at that. You're just like, myth you're just changing. Snopes. Yeah, I'm a yeah. real myth buster. Wow. Yeah. We, um, we had Chinese food the other night, and Daniel ordered crispy beef. Mm-hmm. And it was like beef in a batter in a sauce. And it was good until I took a bite. Which, until you tried it? Yeah. Well, I took <laughs> yes. a bite and it was squishing in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, this could literally be any. It could be a rubber band. It could be a mouse. It's, it regional, could be, it's regional, but where'd you get it from? 
Uh, Kung Pao. Oh, I know it. Yeah. Kung Pao Bistro. That's the one. It's probably what? Kung Pao Bistro. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's good. Yeah. But it was just the meat. It's so unidentifiable at that point. It really could be anything. And then I started to feel grossed well, out. And then I had that. my whole, like, why do I eat meat thing that I always have when I eat mm. meat. And then you had a bunch of questions for the waiter. Called <laughs> um, back. My favorite, yeah. place about Kung, yeah. my favorite thing about Kung Pao Bistro is uh-huh. they're one of those restaurants that have a TV uh, up with uh, running social media feed. Yes. Okay. What the heck is it? It's crazy. Yeah. So you can do like hashtag Kung Pao Bistro and it will show up on their screen. Oh, fun. <laughs> and so I was like, in my mind, I was like, okay, it's time for me to do something stupid. And then as I was getting ready to do it, a, a picture of oh, no. Kung, like of a, like a Mongolian beef <laughs> went up on the screen and just said, this place fucking sucks. <laughs> hashtag Kung Pao Bistro. And we're all in the restaurant eating it. And I was like, well, I can't beat that. And I just, I did, I think I did put, we never found John Bonet's killer. Yeah, yeah. Kung Pao Bistro. And that showed up. So on right the now, people could do that, and people in the restaurant are going to see, see it. I, your you got. You'd have awesome. to figure out the exact thing, but I believe it's just hashtag Kung Pao Bistro shows up. Wow. Yeah, it was great. Awesome. This, this place fucking sucked. <laughs> it was so so. Scary. I have to say, the crispy beef was um was a bit of a disappointment. That's a weird one though. The flavor because it's was so good flat. until I freaked out with it in my mouth. <laughs> It, it tasted like it had chicken skin on it, which is not what you expect from beef. Like the crispy, yeah, the battered. It, the it battered was almost like it was. Yeah, they do have crab rangoon, which not a lot of restaurants here they in Los do. Angeles have. Yeah, that's. The I didn't find I out where the crab was from though, yeah. so I, I don't even know wait, what is crab rangoon. It's like fried wontons with crab in it. Oh, and it has basically. cheese in it too. Yeah. I mm-hmm. saw that on the menu. I thought that sounds good. It, Where's the crab yes. from? Very good. <laughs> they're they're gonna like be what. Most of those crabs are spelled with K. So oh, I don't then know about it's Surimi. Yeah, I don't know about that one. In, in yeah. Imitation crab. But it's, it was good. I remember having it. It's, they don't have that a lot of places, so. Yeah, it is good. It did catch I'm all my about eye. regional Chinese food talk. That's, uh, yeah, so I, that's what this podcast is all about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so six slits, yay or nay? I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Really? No, Gross. Man. There was like a, the aftertaste. It's, I'm, is it the, are you into Whoppers? Yes, I don't like Whoppers that much. Oh, see, this it, is I'd never choose a, them. Yeah. This is the midway between an M M&M and M and a Whopper. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. I like it. It's a nice change up from an M and M. I I like it too. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a plastic aftertaste. I do. Yeah. I do feel that. But I. I. But the Whopper. I like the Whopper. So yeah. Jensen, have you tried the Swedish fish Oreos? Are you aware of? Them? I know they exist. I've not tried them. They I just, have some. <sighs> Jenna gave them to me. Are they good? We still no. have. No, they're awful. We still yeah. have them. From <laughs> I, I haven't had any of them. I, I had another bite, and I, I said, "This tastes like a nail salon." Yeah, I've never. <laughs> I've never. Well, now you're not selling it for me, uh, but I've never really needed it. No. Yeah, they're uh, they're surprisingly disgusting. Let's do just me or everyone, or not surprisingly. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me? Or everyone. Maria says, The more your posts are about how perfect your life is, the more I think you are just posting to convince yourself. Yes. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I take a lot of issue with the perfect posts. Me too. A lot. Except I don't think they're, you're, you're doing it to convince yourself. You're I think you're doing it to show else. off. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I, that's true. But I do you follow Allison. I mean, you guys might too, but... No, I don't follow Allison's Allison. another... <laughs> Well, okay. Do you follow any of like the mommy bloggers or the no. women out there who make a ton of money off of their blogs and it's just like Um actually I follow 
Deuce, Heather Armstrong. Mm, I don't know her. But she um, goes by Deuce, and she's a mommy blogger. The D O O C E. Oh, not like a shit. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Check out my Instagram. I drop a bunch of deuces. <laughs> I don't, and I I avoid that, and I avoid hashtag fit pregnancy because it's people who oh have my gosh, gained nothing. I know. And I know. Like, Thirty six weeks pregnant. They've gained like ten <laughs> pounds, and it's nine yeah, of them are I, baby. Uh, it's that's horrible. But I have. It's just for me. It's like I know that I love my life and all of that, but it is sometimes <laughs> hard to see the perfection constantly because yes. you go like, there's no way anything that you're posting is authentic. Give me an example. Like in the kitchen cooking with my kids, but it's like the most beautiful kitchen you've ever seen and right. there's nothing out of place Spotless. and the kids look perfect and they're in perfect outfits and she's in a perfect outfit. And then the post says something like, I hate my life. I want to yeah. die. No, pretty much. <laughs> but it's like, it's like cooking in the kitchen can be so crazy sometimes. We're just making dinner to finish off our day or and whatever. And that's a blogger. Yes. So that's but, like a photo shoot they did. Yes. Okay. But they make yeah. it appear as though, or they want it to appear as though I, that's just a regular curated. Tuesday okay. night. Right. At risk of like, sounding no. like maybe sexist, but I think that's more of a women thing than a man thing. Oh, totally. Because so I think sexist. that like, yeah. Well, I mean, I like if you well, go on. Saying the woman belongs in the kitchen. <laughs> a small is, that, is that sexist though? Well, I mean, you know, who knows? Come on. Yeah. I don't know. But um, no, I mean, in terms of like the presentation of the photo and the, everything is like art directed on their Instagrams. I don't. Yeah, it's like Pinterest. It, yeah, it's like I think I, I don't see that a lot in my feed because I don't follow women. But when I look <laughs> at Allison's, yeah, but when I look at Allison's, I see a lot of that kind of thing, you know, like things play, oh, this is what's in my bag and everything's placed perfectly and it's like the same, you know, uh, color palette or whatever. That oh, is what I tweet all the time. Somebody the other day on Instagram, <laughs> yeah. oh, I, this one made me cringe. I'm usually pretty good at like, I don't really care. I'll just go quick through the feed. But there is one where it was like, that <laughs> said, no one would accept my FaceTime. And it was like a bunch of like the, the, the call log. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the call log yeah. of all the FaceTime shit. Yeah. And I would say like five of them were celebrities. <laughs> and I was like, that is the craziest <laughs> yeah. way to tell me you know celebrities. Oh, right. What a dark, oh, what a long round road for that. Right. Like, that's uh, a real, real Was the person who posted it a celebrity? No. No. But yes. it was like real yeah. funny. She was like yeah. looking at it. She's like, I've got to tell the world about this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like stuff, like yeah. it was a perfect. I feel like for years she's been waiting to expose those people as friends. <laughs> right. And yeah. this was just the perfect way to do it. And also those people were probably like, oh, God. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, kind of. Why did you do that? That's a real well, they humble didn't take brag, her call. No, that's why it's the most humble brag. Yeah. Is yeah. That she clearly is being humbled and bragging at the same time. <laughs> wow. Congrats to her. Congrats to her. Yeah. That's awesome. It's just for me, it gets like just. I don't know how you do this as your full-time thing because right. it would stress me out of my mind. That's all. It's weird because whenever anything involving celebrities or like exclusive or she-she, if I'm ever in a situation like that, there is that thought that like, oh, I should blog about this or I should tweet about this or I should, you know. And yet when other people do it, I want to unfollow them. It doesn't right. make me like them more. I, I appreciate honest tweets from people who are struggling. <laughs> <laughs> that's a list I should create <laughs> and then the person will get a little like notification you've been added to honest tweets from people who are struggling sad ass tweets <laughs> oh god Alison Rosen just put me in sad ass tweets oh man I know my life's in shits oh. when people put you in lists oh god yeah. 
<laughs> but really, I don't... I was added to a list. This is really, for okay. honest, it was like Jensen Clan 88 has been added to Jews. And I was like, oh, 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 oh. Was like, this is not something I want emailed to me. Wow. I could get away no. with that. Yeah. Oh, no. Who's doing that? They're just... Some Jesus. random. And I was like, oh, my God. We don't... Are we all being put in this? <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yikes. Creepy. Ms. Appropriate says, hesitate before saying croissant. Hard R feels wrong. Qua sounds pretentious. Wait, how are you supposed to? It's Is it qua? Croissant. Say it really. Just croissant. go for it. Croissant. Well, how do you guys? I say croissant. I just, really? I guess I say I probably just say croissant. Croissant? Naturally, Cro- tell me what I should eat for breakfast. Naturally, just say it out top of your head. What, say croissant. it. Say, okay. But now, now I'm thinking about it too much. No, just think naturally. Mm. Well, you see it in the in the it's Pillsbury. It's on the menu. All right, look. I just have to let people know. I said <laughs> a second ago, and Jensen looked like someone had like hit him in the face. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So I'm afraid to say it again. You naturally were like, "Well, I just say it as croissant," and it was like <laughs> the, it was like you were Pepe yeah. Le Pew, and it was it was disgusting yeah. to me because I know that's not naturally how you would say it. That's well, a croissant over there. A croissant. Yes. That's a cr- I'd like the croissant, please. Yeah. I'd like the croissant. <laughs> croissant. Like, what are you, trousseau? <laughs> Look, I Nego- gave up carbs for a long time. I don't, right, don't say know. it very <laughs> often. Yeah. Daniel, what do I say? Negociant. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I say croissant. That I think feels you more like say me. Croissant. <laughs> or human. It sounds more human. <laughs> Wait, look, I think right. I said croissant. Oh, yeah, I don't say croissant. I don't say it. Elmer Fudd says croissant. There's no one who says that. Q U A S S croissant. But part of the Frenchiness of it was that there's like multiple sneezes stuck in my face, so I have sort of a thing happening that came out on the word. Yeah. I don't know. I say croissant. It was like the most natural. It was the most natural lie i've ever heard that, that was allison really trying to plug into the persona she wishes were true <laughs> but no i just said well, i want i know a list of- i say croissant you and guys, i have I, I that's date- ali michelle talking yeah. <laughs> ali michelle yeah. you guys when i was 20 i dated a 45 year old and she taught me it was croissant and i that's how i've stuck from but that see, day on that sounded right to me that croissant. didn't hurt me the way my saying it hurt you croissant it doesn't sound wrong to me really it is completely oh, lost all it, meaning to me at yeah. this point croissant but what is that, that sounded wrong <laughs> wait so how would a french person legitimately say it that's a the, bread, bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that's how it, honestly i don't probably, know something like that is how they would say yeah. it but when when yeah. we sound like we're from here <laughs> right and we go oh no that's chill. no bro it, that's a croissant it's, it's like, like when newscasters yeah, um yeah. do the spanish name yeah, yeah. And, and then they get that they do the accent along with it yeah madonna uh today madonna played lois la bonita yes, like yeah, it becomes yeah. <laughs> the most uh yeah so everyone here says croissant 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 and you mean here you mean at this table in America. <laughs> yeah. All right. Don't get me started with, how do you say P-A-R-M-E-S-A-N? What? Parmesan. Oh. 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 We've had this We've one. We've been down We've, this road yeah. before. So say, what, you, what is it supposed to be? Parmesan. Pa- par- I, I say Parmesan. No. Parmesan. 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 No, I say Parmesan with a Z instead of a Z. Is that true? Yeah. yeah, it can be either. We've I think it up. either either are correct. Sure. We had a, but that's not me being yeah. pretentious. Like apparently, croissant is. That's Ooh. just the way I. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tune Basserpoo. Croissant <laughs> sounds like the the guy in Princess Bride. Oh, yeah. Do yeah. we be well with it? Yeah. <laughs> say it, Daniel. And uh, croissant. No, no, no. Say it the way you really say it. Croissant. 
Yeah. I'm going to have to pay attention crescent to how roll. I say this word. Cre- yeah. <laughs> Pillsbury Crescent. Croissant. Are we still thinking it's possible? No. Well, look, she I wrote saw, in and said hard R I think R some people wrong. truly do pronounce hard it Hard R feels it's wrong weird. if you're in France. I have a just mirror, everyone. Okay. When I go into it, and we may, I don't know if we've done this one. When I go into a restaurant I've never been in before and my table is through the dining room, uh, I look at everybody's, I stare at everybody's food in order to see what looks good. Always. That's everyone, yeah. I don't do that. That's why we... Really? But it feels really? rude. I don't do that. Yeah, I it do. Feels, it feels like I'm a little too much in there. It, it feels rude. Yeah, I Google their food. I, I yeah. actually don't even go, do you know what is do that guy right, yeah. I don't oh, yeah. Even, like, you know that one where you go, what is that guy having to the waiter? And then the waiter tells you what that dish is. I've done that probably once. I'm 36. Because <laughs> <laughs> even that life. is too yeah, much. Yeah, I feel like it's too much. I, it, we it didn't is. eat at Vanderpump Restaurant. Which one? Sir. 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 We didn't eat at Sir because I did that. Because I was like, looks gross, looks gross, looks <laughs> gross. Oh, yeah. Oh, Let's get out of here. You scoped it out. Yeah. Totally. So it's important to. Oh, yeah. 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 Did you say oogle, though? I did. Is that how you say it? Oogle? I think it's ogle. I think it's croissant. I would say, I think it's ogle or ogle. I'm, well, I'm I definitely f- would oogle. You would oogle? Yeah. yeah. Really? I ogle. Ogle. Oh, my word. Tomato, tomato. Let's all call the whole darn thing off. <laughs> Alan, Alan, what do you say? I bing usually. <laughs> yeah. I bing, yeah. yeah. True. All right. You ing? Yeah, I ing. <laughs> David sit. Citlani says, when eating ice cream with chocolate chips, I prefer to let the chocolate melt on tongue, but not always patient. That's you got to be really patient no for the chocolate. No yeah. way. No. no. Way. Chew yeah. Away. Yeah. Okay. I like the crunch. You know what's occasionally too much crunch though is like yogurt chips and frozen yogurt. I feel like occasionally mm-hmm. one will slide against the side of your tooth and almost rip your gum. I'm into it. I like the I like the danger. I okay. eat yogurt for the masochism. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Bloodworth says, at least half of my comments and replies on social media take place while I am sitting on the toilet. Good to know. Yeah, not so much anymore for me. No. I, I, I will go to the bathroom without my phone on occasion. What are you what? doing? What are you on occasion? Are you a monster? Why do you what have do you a do phone? When you're in there? Just... No, what do you do? Do you, do you, do you I just think? 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 Yeah, and occasionally I'll be like... Okay, let's really talk about this. Yeah, Daniel, can you get my phone and read my Twitter to me <laughs> through the door? Yeah, I've already read the shampoo bottle five times. <laughs> can you please? I used to spend a lot of, like I used to go into the bathroom like I, w- I prepared in the same way I would be prepared for like an hour car ride, which is like four magazines and a Walkman and 12 cassettes and Mad Libs. I used to go into the bathroom with like a stack of things to keep myself busy. Mm-hmm. These days, I like it to be a very fast affair, so I don't spend a lot of time in there, which is why I don't take my phone in there. I'm very impatient, and if it's going to take too long, I'm just like, I'm, I'm out. You just I'm not... p- pinch it off and get, and get out, and then no, come back for, no. for more when it builds up. <laughs> <laughs> no. There's no pinching happening. Oh. She's pooping in the living room and then taking that cup into the bathroom and dumping it in and then coming back to the living room. What I mean is if it seems like it's going to take too long to begin. <laughs> do you try to begin it while you're at your desk and then, no, oh and my then God, go that's in right smart. when it's like go time you you no. mean like a poop fluff yeah right poop fluff. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you have a poop fluffer at yeah. your no i'm almost ready yeah. <laughs> but it has come it has happened recently where i've been in there and i'm like oh drats 
That's not the word I use. <laughs> oh, croissant. <laughs> this is going to take way longer than I thought. I wish I had my phone. So I've been hoist on my own petard of late. Mm. So is it that you feel if you take the phone in, you're encouraging yourself to take longer? That's happened to me I, where it's like, I don't need all this time. Yeah, this is going to be a quick affair. It's but not I that. get distracted. As much as I think I like to, occasionally I like to take a break from my phone. I just like to see what it's like to leave. Yes. (laughs) Not around me, I like to leave it. (laughs) No, when, yeah, because I'm going to need to pay attention to my phone when I see you. Yes. (laughs) Occasionally, I just like to say, hey, you and I, taking a break. My uncle, when I was a kid, uh, I remember hearing that he had terrible hemorrhoids and uh, he had surgery for him. And I asked my mom why. And she's like, it's because when he's on the toilet, and this is in the 80s, he plays solitaire. So with he cards? Like, he yeah, with cards. cards. With physical wow. cards, yeah. And so he would play games and games and games, and then he just like would sit on the toilet for hours. Oh my so God. I think about that a lot when I'm on my phone. Yeah. And so I, I try not to stay too long. Where did he put the cards? On the I, floor? I think he did on the floor. That's the way my mom made me feel is that he'd put it on the floor. Wow. Which is it, a real acrobatic move. Well, and that, that would exacerbate it too because... <laughs> You're pushing. That's not a yeah. natural position. To- no. Anyway, God rest his soul. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was a good man. He uh yeah, also he racist, but it yeah. wasn't that great. No. Uh oh, there's another sneeze happening. Jeff, are all my disgusting snorting sounds being picked up? I really hope. <laughs> no one can, <laughs> no one can hear them. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> you got this. Honestly, I'd rather you do that than say croissant again. <laughs> Brent Hudson says, if the light ahead of me is red, I'll slow down, consider... <laughs> wow, pushing your nose. <laughs> My nose is so itchy, I'm trying to scratch it, but I didn't realize it was going to affect the audio the sound that much. I'll slow down considerably so I won't have to stop before it turns green, just mirror everyone. I think I've done, oh, I've done yeah. that, but that not always. Way. But I don't do it that much here because people will go insane driving behind you yeah. and, and think that you're crazy. And also, how often do you pu- are you pulling up to a red light where there isn't already traffic parked there right, in LA. Right. I mean, Never. There's always cars there. Big Al, not me, although kids did call me that when I was young, no. says, Aww. oh, this is a good one. When I imagine the months and seasons, I visualize a circle like a running track with mm-hmm. summer and winter on the long sides. I love stuff like that, but no, I don't do that. On the long sides? Yeah, like picture a track. Oh, like an oval. Yeah. I get what he's, I get what that's being said. Huh. I, I just, I feel like I don't know any seasons <laughs> Since I was 22. Like, once you yeah. get out of college, you're like, is it well, summer? Is it prom? I don't know what it but is. But you're from yeah. LA. Yeah, I grew it's up Homecoming here. season. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is it prom? Are kids graduating? I have no idea. I, Do we all picture a circle when we picture the year and the seasons? No. No. No, I, I, I do. picture it kind of linear. There's a terminology for this. What? I have colors associated. And oh, I synesthesia. Have, yeah, that's what I have. Everything I have col- has, yeah, words have colors for me yeah, too. Yeah, colors and position. Like I, I see like in a big circle, and I every month is in a certain spot, and it can rotate in my mind or like where it is, <laughs> and every month has a different color. Who are you, monk? I, it's really weird. Yeah, like I always we thought. Just like, discovered this because I was like, "What do you mean June is yellow? What are you talking about, you crazy person?" Yeah, or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what June, June is. Amazing. Blue. June's April blue. is yellow. Okay, March sorry. is green. What's August? August is green. Wait, is, wait, what? August is two, orange. More than one. Or brown. Hello. Yeah, wait. different colors, different shades of green. 
Yeah, it's September is kind of maroon. Yeah. October is black. November is white. Wait, why? Okay, oh, I have so wrong. many questions. Yeah, in your mind, you have set this. This isn't another. The people with your thing don't have the no, same. No, everyone's colors. different. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, everybody has everybody has different things. Like so, like the numbers, for example, like in tens, they have different color schemes, <laughs> and then they can and they can rotate through depending on like the quantity of numbers. So if I, if I'm counting by one hundreds, it's a different kind of like dial. If I'm counting by tens, it's a different dial. Some people like the the number itself is colored. But mine, it's like groupings are colored. This is how Rain Man started. Yeah, yeah. it's really weird. And like, there's it, mm. it's not like an exact science. There's like a Wikipedia article that's like this is false, but it's like oh, everything since, they're since you were a kid. Yeah, yeah. Ever since I can remember, that's how it's like. Is is there an association? Like, is it oh, it's white because it's winter or something like that? I mean, or is maybe. It, yeah, January is red, like dark red. February is February is pink. <laughs> that one works kind of because of like oh, uh, Valentine's, you know, pink. January is red. Yeah, July, is June is light month. blue, like what sky blue. Mean? July is dark blue. Right? The, what is this? I know. No. Yeah. no. Do I, words have colors for you? <clears throat> words don't have colors. Just numbers and months, and like they have a, a rotation. Like it's all in this like it's circle. circle. You, you huh? could yeah. draw it out essentially what and you, you and see in your mind. Yeah. If I if I could if I could do better than stick figures, I could probably draw this out. And you always feel it. Just okay. it's part of your thing. Yeah, like if someone says like, "Oh, it's happening in January," it's like I January is like right here on the circle. You know, June is about here, so I, I like measure the months in in like that time frame. Yeah. Honestly, this feels like a red day in May. Like, yeah, I am just I. That's in, that's unbelievable. There probably is it's a weird. Reddit board for synesthesia. Oh yeah, yeah. but yeah. you, but Allison, you think of the year as a as a linear thing. Oh, I'm gonna seize again. Okay, let's all wait. <laughs> Are you allergic to his problem? <laughs> no, I have it to a degree too. When I was okay. a kid, oh, sorry, I know this is disgusting. Hold, hold please. Mm. You got this. <laughs> you get the kid, swallow. Someone said, to- <laughs> oh, Jesus. Someone said to me, "You're pretty," when I was like three, and I said, "No, I'm cute." Because pretty is red and cute is pink. Oh, so like oh, I've had the words and the colors and like numbers have colors and all this stuff. Not the positional stuff as much, I sure. don't think. But, um, but hmm. what I don't know, like right now, four is blue or green to me. But I don't mm-hmm. know if that changes. That's I just don't know if it's always the same or not. <laughs> I think you're bearing the lead. You you just have a you you have it. You have the thing he has. Yes, I have that. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Never and- heard of it. It's not helpful. I've used it in job interviews. It doesn't get me anything. <laughs> you say, yeah. Well, but I, right. go, yeah, and we'll take the next guy. Never mind. But I do wonder if having that makes you think of math differently and maybe better at math or something. Like I am terrible at math. Really? That is yeah. such what a nightmare yeah. for you. Isn't that sad? <laughs> what? Yeah, a like nightmare. you're Rain Man, but you can't do math. Yeah, yeah. That I'm sucks. always like four times that's four million, and then like <laughs> where math are you doing? Yeah, I have to use a calculator. I have to use Excel because otherwise I will do the math wrong. I can do into the numbers just like that. <laughs> that is really a nightmare. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Do you that, feel like you're good at picking up tone and like things color? that are evocative? Because I'm just wondering, because oh. it's like there's this extra level of information. Like you're so- sort of picking up the tone of a color or the tone of words or the tone of a month. Uh, I'm not sure. No, yeah. he literally is just saying mathematically he puts numbers and months to colors, and that is the extent of so, what it is. Okay. So when you yeah. think of a month, you think of a color. So when you see a color, do you think of the month? Great question. No. So you don't see red. Well, no, but no, I start no, thinking. This honestly <laughs> is the saddest, most single track superhuman <laughs> power I've ever heard of. <laughs> this oh, is, this yeah, awesome. it serves no purpose. That's yeah. why. That's why it's scientists just, were like, "I'm not studying this anymore because it's stupid." <laughs> yeah. 
So tell Wikipedia to shut up. That's basically what they said. Yeah, What's the, your uh, superhuman yeah. power? Oh, me? I grow hair fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, cool. the Avengers are sitting there. They're putting together their new calendar for the year. They're like, we don't know what color. Like, make it pink. Yeah. Get Calendar Boy over here. Yeah. Yeah. No, it. actually, there is a Calendar Man. <laughs> oh. And he used to try to fight Batman. And it was a cooler superhuman <laughs> yeah. power than that. So we can't be that. No. Yeah. <laughs> and lastly, Big Al writes it again. Pick up restaurant condiment bottles with a napkin. They're so nasty and greasy. I don't mm, do that. No. However, on the glass ketchup bottles, the like crust that's on the top is disgusting. Oh, sriracha crust? Yeah, sure. Like the yeah. dried. I, I mean, yeah. that yeah. is gross. Yeah. Says the guy who loves crab rangoon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really drawing the line at the right parts. <laughs> this place fucking sucks. <laughs> New sponsor. Kung Pao Pizza. Hashtag. <laughs> you guys i realized i forgot to do all of our pl- usually i do the plugs early in the show um but i'm gonna uh, do them at the end because i have a dog to talk about okay you are a dog Poop on your bed you are a dog Poop on your bed a doggy dog Poop on your bed dog 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 Poop on your bed dog 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 Poop on your bed that's what you are Poop on your bed you are a pooch Buddy is a super cute 18 month old young male dog who's Australian cattle hound, cattle dog, Australian cattle dog and basset hound. Um, so he's very unique looking. And uh, he's at the Downey Animal Shelter in their training program. And he's ready to be adopted by you. Here's the description. What a clown, but he has the head of an Australian cattle dog and the body of a basset hound. It's a perfect match on this happy, funny, playful clown of a dog. He was surrendered by his owner in August and was very sad and withdrawn. However, once he got out into the play yard, all the sadness left for pure joy, running and playing in the sun. He already has some tricks up his sleeve, like sit down, touch, and focus. He also enjoys running after toys and shaking paws with you. My guess is that he won't be in the training program long. What an amazing dog. So if you would like to check out buddy go to shelterme.com slash downy slash buddy training program shelterme.com slash downy slash buddy training program again these are dogs that my friend laura london who's a dog trainer is working with them and you get trainer support uh throughout the adoption process so um you aren't just adopting a shelter dog you're adopting a shelter dog that has been worked that a professional dog trainer has worked with who will then help you through the transition. How awesome. Okay. So uh, I mentioned the link and also on the episode summary on my website, there will be a direct link to uh, buddy's profile as well. Okay. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at ARIYMBF. I'm sorry that my voice and face sounds like this. Apologies. Jeff, where should we go for you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel? You can follow me at Daniel Quants at uh, where? Twitter, Instagram, and uh, D Quants on the Snappy. Oh, What's up, turds? <laughs> <laughs> Alan? I am at the hashtag Al everywhere. Jenna? Uh, you can follow me at Jenna Kim Jones on Twitter and Instagram. And also check out our podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones, on iTunes or on my website, which is, guess what, JennaKimJones.com. And also, if you're in the L.A. area, I'm headlining a show at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank on September 29th. And you should come out. It'll be fun. 
and Jensen. Plug anything you want to plug. Tell them where to find you, etc. Yeah. On Twitter, it's at JensenClan88. That's with a C. I'm not racist. Uh, and then my uh, website is JensenCarp. That's with a K. Uh, J-E-N-S-E-N-K-A-R-P.com. That's where everything is. And then I'll be at LA PodFest. Yes. Uh, the day after you. Uh, you could come If you're coming to see you, come see me. I'm on Sunday at 4. And then uh, this next week is a Drop the Mic on James Corden. Uh, we'll be doing it with Usain Bolt. Oh, wow. Which awesome. is going to be nuts. So, so wait, so when, cool. this is going to air Thursday. So when... This Thursday? Yeah. So in a couple days, Tuesday. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining the show. No worries. I'm so happy to be here in the jacuzzi. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, everyone, for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. 